Good evening for most of you out there. Thanks for tuning in. We are here at Live Rally Games here on YouTube, also streaming live on Facebook as well. And speaking of streaming live on Facebook, there is a great event happening right now in the live reality game world called Survival Challenge. Uh, it's been streaming for the last few days. Contestants play, um, they survive out in the woods, they play team building challenges, basically Survivor. And we're going to be recapping what we've seen so far. Uh, my name is Dustin, and we are joined with one of our podcasters, Destiny. Destiny, how are you doing? Hi, everyone. I'm doing uh, great. Destiny got to uh, have some time actually on the field of Survival Challenge just recently, which we'll get into. And uh, Steven, another one of our podcasters and a Survival Challenge uh, vet from 2018. Steven, how are you? I'm doing well. It's fun watching the game. I didn't go far in my game, so it's fun seeing all the chaos and the merge unfold from, from afar. Uh, someone that did get a little further than you, we are joined here with special guest tonight, Desiree. Desiree, how are you doing? I'm doing well. <laughs> uh, Des, how did you do uh, in 2018? I was ninth, so I was the first um, jury member. And that merge, kinda, merge boot. <laughs> and that kind of picks up where exactly where we are right now. We are in day four. We just got to merge. If you are still watching right now, uh, all the events should be done for tonight. However, they're going to pick up tomorrow at eight. Uh, so in general, like we've only been seeing the live streams and then the Destiny was there for a little bit watching yesterday. So we have a little bit of insider scoop. But folks, what do we think about the season so far? 24 contestants. I was super excited to see, um, especially Jake. Jake M played in Ohio, Time and Change, a college survivor. Uh, big fan of that show and a big fan of him. Um, Steven, who were you looking forward to after seeing the big cast? So... I played with Jake Sparts in Surviving Real Foot in, in 2019, and I kind of was a friend of me with him. I tried to get him out, then I and then I tried to work with him. So I, we had a roller coaster with each other. So I was really hoping he would do well and get his feet under him this game, and it really seems like he has. And then learning that Holly, who is uh, Survivor Royalty from Survivor Maryland, as well as Sequester Season 1, it's hard not to root for her after watching her play several seasons, being a huge fan of the game she's played then. So I'm, I'm fascinated to see how far she'll go here. And if she'll, I think the host Survivor Maryland was in Survival Challenge 2017 and went pretty far. So I'm curious to see if she'll do better than him. Uh, she's doing real good so far. Um, Des, any instant favorites when you saw the cast? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, you're going to laugh at this, but my favorite person was Stu. <laughs> yeah. And I'm only laughing because he was the first one out, but I loved what he said. Like he, he said, you know, I've been getting to know people this past year virtually. Imagine what I can do outside <laughs> in real life. And I just thought that was really funny. So I immediately um, just loved him. Um, I never played a reality game before going to Survival Challenge. I didn't know the allergy world before applying and going I had no idea what I was getting into at all. So my favorites are just those people who literally are like, what have I entered? <laughs> like, what is this brand new world? Um, so those are the people that I kind of look out for. Yeah, I love the random signups too. When we're casting and taking applications. Those are the people that are really my instant favorites too, to see um, just some random person, some farmer that's like, hey, this sounds yeah. fun. I can survive out in the woods. Let's give it a try. Uh, Destiny, how about you? Uh, so I actually seen the cast when I arrived on site um, and it was kind of by design. I wanted to be surprised when I got out there. I made it for the first tribal council. Um, and then I got to see that Jake Spark was out there. Um, he was my partner in Mayhem Manor. So obviously, I don't care what he does, whether he's a villain or a hero, I'm going to be his um, loudest silent fan because you try to keep very uh, straight-faced when you see anyone. And then Jamie, who unfortunately went out how he did with kind of the <laughs> dynamic on his tribe and his little bit of an outburst. And I was like, that's Jamie for you. Um, and Jamie and I played the game. He did. He did go out with some fireworks, but 
Um, when you're rooting bit. for somebody, sometimes you want them just to shut up. I'm like, shut up, shut up, sit down. It's okay, just sit down. Um, and that is not his dial, but so those were who that is who I'm rooting for. I'm still rooting for him. Um, and then getting on site, you kind of get to see people's personalities and you get to see and start rooting for there. And so like I was screaming for Grace. I thought Grace was excellent. And mm -hmm. I was rooting for Holly literally at every single tribal, every single challenge she did, because you could just see the fight in her. So I hope that Holly goes really far in this game because I think at this point. She's probably had the hardest journey, um, just emotionally, on kind of getting into day five. Mm -hmm. And looking forward to day five is going to be pretty spectacular. We have made it to the merge. We've already started our jury. Uh, two people on jury so far, I think, um, if I'm looking at the notes. Uh, Kirk is chiming in. Kirk is a uh, live, he's the <laughs> podcaster. Uh, covering uh, Survival Challenge this year with Sam, and they're doing a fantastic job. I really feel like the dynamic of Sam plus Kirk are doing a fantastic job, and Kathy on occasion chiming in with some comments. <laughs> um, Destiny, well, all of us have been there before, and this is your first time there. What was your experience arriving at the place? Okay, so, and me. Like you show up and there's cars everywhere in this huge property and I was almost overwhelmed. It is huge. And you're like, what on earth is you're going on? And when you finally walk back in and you get to the part, um, there's it's a great setup and it's it very much feels like you were just transformed into what you would think, minus the ocean and the beach and the sand kind of tropical-esque vibes because, you know, we're, we're in Illinois. Um, it was very interesting to take. And when I actually came home last night, I was talking to my husband and I was like, there's my new dream. And he looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, I want to have property. I don't want to be a farmer, but I want to have property where people can come play Survivor on my land. <laughs> and we just have all these people playing Survivor all of the time over here. Um, and he was like, no, absolutely not. This is <laughs> So... If you ever get a chance to go out there, go out there, especially if you're a fan. I've said it a hundred times. I'm not a huge Survivor fan. I'm a fan of the game, not so much like, hey, let's camp outside. Let's see if we can survive this. It was fantastic. It's fantastic to watch. The people are amazing. Um, and you can just tell that the contestants truly want to play the game and truly want to be there. Well, let's let's jump in. Like The challenges go on. We have some boat outs. Um, we do have a fantastic spreadsheet um, helped from the community. We have a group chat and kind of Adam's doing a lot of the work. So Adam, props to you for keeping track. He does a great job for RealFoot as well. Just gonna share the screen here. Um, so lots of data that we are looking at, um, <laughs> lots. But as you see, um, beginning of the day, the tribes kind of got to choose teams not necessarily tribes. They never said tribes, they just said teams and played some challenges. Now, I was expecting some big twist too. Um, so I had seen this coming. Um, Des, were you surprised at all that these weren't actual tribes that they chose and just teams? Are we talking about the very beginning? The very beginning. Yes, that shocked me that they got to pick themselves and they were all kind of like, what what do we and then after that it was go they just okay the next person the person next to you was your tribe mate then or teammate um yeah i thought that was a really interesting way to start because they were so confused i would have been confused too so yeah i wouldn't know what to say i'd been like yeah. um who's who's what's right. going on <laughs> it was it was chaos for a little tiny bit and then you know, I think once the first group formed, the other people just figured it out. <laughs> and then they threw them in water. Mm -hmm. Like, you've been there for four minutes. Go get what? Yeah. I mean, Bye -bye. Des, Des and I did that, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's a quick um, catch-up race on survival challenge. They're like, hey, jump in the lake right now. Uh, now, Steven, are you Good luck. Yeah. Are you still seeing that these um, early teams are still like 
in effect? Are people still voting together, you think? Well, I mean, they had a huge effect through through a lot of the games so far, right? At least with when we saw the initial tribe formations, the Holata tribe, the gray tribe, was seven to, seven to eight original yellow team members. And that was, that was kind of crazy to witness them all pull together like that. Right. Were you all strong team yellow when the first separation happened? Or not even, let's go back to when they first chose actual tribes. Uh, schoolyard pick. So uh, all the contestants are given a random parchment. Um, three of those parchments are special, like, captain choices. So we have Jake M, and then we have Kelsey, and we have Jamie being the captains of the schoolyard pick. Do you think that put a really big target on them? I don't, I don't feel like it did. I don't either. I think it might have put too much pressure on them mm -hmm. um, because the, of how unbalanced some of the teams were. Um, I think sometimes you think you're setting yourself up for success and really you're shooting yourself in the foot when it comes to those types of schoolyard picks. Um, and while these tribal kind of colors, I think, are still playing into effect, it seems to be what everyone is talking about almost constantly right now are all of mm -hmm. these divides. I don't think that the captain portion of it or how it was picked is what is, is being talked. It's talked about, like, Stu is a great example. There was mm -hmm. seven from this original, and then he was alone, and he was like, I mean, the writing was on the wall. Even if these girls were telling me they're going to do a big move here, the writing's on the wall for me, mm -hmm. and I'm mm -hmm. just hoping. Um, and I think it was kind of an testament to him. The part that we're not getting to see is Stu has been there to give every single player who has been eliminated from the game, like, a hug and a pep talk. And he has been there to, like, invite them and is like, hey, it's okay. And I think that's a testament to who he is. Mm -hmm. And probably somebody who wanted to keep in the game yeah, because it did get very tough with all of the rain and the weather. And there was a lot of negativity and a lot of people who were just <laughs> done. And you could tell. And that energy is contagious. Mm -hmm. Desiree, how did you deal with the weather our season? I hated it. <laughs> we were, I mean, we were wet like the whole time and it really does bond you though. It bonds you with the people immediately. Like oh, our first tribe, Ago, we, I mean, we were huddled like sardines in this little tent and <laughs> I had a puddle right in the middle and I'm like, you know, like this is who we are now. Like I told my husband last night, I'm like, yes, the weather sucks, but this is going to bond them and this is going to bring them together um, in a way that, you know, maybe nice weather really doesn't um, because you are stuck in that shelter together and you're trying to just stay warm and yeah. <laughs> uh, so Stephen, same question to you. Uh, how was the weather like for you and how did you manage? I've never been so cold in my life. I mean, so like <laughs> the Tyra War Challenge Day, I think, um, no, it was the first immunity day because we had the tribe shirts. I was just wearing my jacket over my shirt and I was just shivering, even the jacket on. And John Vitteo was like, Steve, you need to take your jacket off. I've just refused to. I'm like, no, I'm so cold. I have to wear everything I own. I'm not, I'm not letting my shirt be wet. So I'm going to wear my jacket over my shirt. Um, but yeah, no, kind of like Des said, like, that very first night, I was just like shivering just so hard. Laura just laid on top of me. <laughs> that was her solution. Yeah. That's what got me through the night. And the next day I was like, Laura, whatever you want, I'll do. <laughs> she grabbed me. Um, we were together the third night and she just literally grabbed me and just held me. And I was like, oh, okay. Hi. <laughs> Pat was so cold going into today. I was definitely wanting him to ask when whoever got eliminated for their jacket. I was prepared yes. for it to be. <laughs> yes. My husband in towel. Um, can I bring your jacket? And I was like, is that even allowed? Can he ask for somebody's jacket? Is there this really strict clothing requirement where he can't ask for someone's jacket? Um, I think it would only make sense. You have to be resourceful, right? And if you're leaving to go to shelter, you know, you can be like, here, here's my stuff. Here's an extra sleeping you, you bag. Just, you just leave it behind strategically and your tribe picks it up. Like, I left my blanket behind for my tribe to take after they voted me out. But maybe Those blankets, have. though, like, 
we this season they took their blankets at check-in so they didn't they don't have blankets this year um when we went we got blankets but they didn't do anything because as soon as they got wet it was right you're just now surrounded in a wet blanket you have have the right waterproof blankets and they banned them the year after because of us yeah (laughs) they were too good like yes (laughs) this is the hardcore stuff scotch garden or something even though scott even though some of our teammates did that it did not work oh it didn't Mm -mm. fair enough i i don't have any desire to be out there with wet blankets so (laughs) um yeah but i do i will say i think that the weather just in general is playing a big part in the vibe and the environment um and then just you know being hungry and it's day four Mm -hmm. day almost day five now that they've been out there you can tell on the instructions that are given it's not registering for people we got to see it yesterday a lot John would give instructions, the challenge would start, and people would go, wait, what am I doing? Like, it just isn't clicking for them. Um, And that was actually hard to watch as, like, rooting for people on, because you're like, what are you doing? Like, It's very hard. Do you yell at them to fix it? Because they're spectators, but that's not what's been happening. And so they're not getting, the spectators have been very quiet, very just spectatorial versus like, I think the most rowdy we got to see is when um, Madison was playing that idol. And that's like the loudest we had seen um, any of, any of the crowd out and and I think that's kind of interesting as well. That I think it's just everyone there is in like in love with the game. Uh, just their food situation, Des. What did you think of their merch feast? I was so <laughs> mad. I didn't get a merch feast. <laughs> I'm waiting for my merch feast. Um, I I thought it was awesome that they got it, but they, yeah, they got so much food. Like, I just kept looking at it, and I was like, we had two glasses of lemonade and a whole, like, ten minutes. (laughs) Like, uh, we didn't have an hour and a half and a feast? What the heck? Um, But I think it's great. I think it's great for them because that's really where you can sit down and get to know people for the first time. Like Landon was saying, I haven't been with these people. I think – had Landon been with Landon hadn't been with anybody. Katie hadn't been with anybody, had she? Um, so that was the first time they were sitting down and talking to them. And that's it's crazy to think that that's the first time, but um, yeah, it some games just happen like that. Um. <laughs> uh- we were talking about camp life and struggling through the weather. Um, here are some quick little pictures of what their camp life was. Yes. Um, uh, no team believe. seems to like want to hang up a tarp. Well, here's a tarp here <laughs> over over the fire. Maybe that's gonna do nothing. <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't believe that like the tarps were on the ground, not above them. But I guess what well, didn't rain that night, right? No, that luckily. No. Last night, I did see a tarp that was um, up a little bit, and they were crammed in it like sardines. It they were yeah, they were all really under reminded there. me of my Ago camp. Um, was when you when you built a shelter, was it up higher or was it like a lower tarp, Stephen? We had two tarps, and they were a couple feet off the ground kind of slanted we kind of found a tree area we were able to get them down so we were able to have all eight of us beneath the tarps at mm-hmm. night um i did hear from one of the contestants that the ground is so yeah. wet and hard it felt like sleeping on wet concrete yeah and you were better off just standing or sitting on a log you would probably be more comfortable that way um, and then it like was bone chilling. Like you could just not get to a point of, yeah. of comfort. Um, and then it was interesting today. You heard almost everyone said it was the best sleep that they got last night, even awesome. though it was the worst weather. I think they were just dead. 
and the weather and the pressure and just made everything hard. And they're like, you know what? We're just going to sleep through it. We're going to sleep through this lovely rainstorm. And it's the way um, I'm like an hour away. And it has rained here literally all day long. We saw it in the feeds. It has not let up. And it's like 65 degrees right now. So it's not a warm rain. It is chilly Midwest weather. Yeah. I will uh, say I think the lack of sleep um, hindered me more than the lack of food. I was so disoriented just because of the lack of sleep. Um, I mean, obviously, both play into that disorientation that you were talking about. But I think for me, it was definitely the sleep factor. Um, I don't know. <laughs> both definitely play into it. Uh, we talked a little bit about somebody playing idle. So voting wise, I am looking at this graph here and I am so surprised to see how much the vote is split at almost every single tribal. It's never, never like unanimous until we get all the way down here, like five there's rounds only, in. There's only four unanimous votes. And so, cause I was telling up, I think in our season does we had like, nine unanimous votes um, in the pre-merge and last season was seven unanimous votes in the pre-merge and mm -hmm. so that and so it's interesting that there's not that many going on um my just kind of there has been a ton of idol talk because of how clues were given for idols yeah. um and so you kind of got to watch it per take or you could replay back and kind of come up with your perception of what was happening during some of these challenges. Um, I think that they ex expected there to be more idols in, in play. And there was a lot of idol fake out conversation. So we see it for Landon for a few rounds. Mm -hmm. That played a huge factor in that fa Faala tribe. So he was um, making it up. He was what? So he was lying about having an idol earlier. I don't, I, I still don't know, to be honest. And maybe he just didn't use it. I don't know. Yeah. And um, a lot of these things too, we're all just like kind of speculating. Like we're watching and we're seeing everything we can see from the perspective of Sam and Kirk and what they can tell us. Like we won't know the whole story until we talk to these contestants after it. And even then we'll see even more in the episodes. Um, yeah, we just know there were like idol clues that were given out and they're giving them back to players in the game. The fire tokens are being thrown back in the game. So the reason why I think all these votes were being split so much is because that fear of idol has been there literally since vote one. When you saw it, when they did that five two one split with Stu, mm -hmm. Christina and Morgan is who's who ends up not going but that's who i think Stu votes for mm -hmm. um i think mm -hmm. and and it was a fear from literally <laughs> the first tribal of the game and it has not stopped um no. and, and that kind of played into it imagine if that first round christina wasn't put essentially on the bottom of her tribe maybe that flip on morgan doesn't happen and it's a completely different game the next round we don't know but I yeah, love yeah. all the idols that have been played, though. <laughs> <laughs> they've been done so well, too. So well. And they've all been played... Um, like, some people were saying that Kwu did not need to play his first idol. Um, but everybody knew he had it. So for him to get rid of it was a great thing. You know, take the target off your back a little bit. Um mm -hmm. Yeah, I just love how they're all being played. So that was all purposes. He could have had two idols at that point, right? He could have already known how that um, exactly. the tribal podium idol works. So he's just like, yeah, I'll burn one. Exactly. Th that works for me. Why not? Right. So that was the first one. The mm -hmm. second one was Madison's Madison. idol, right? Yes. And uh, that was a unanimous vote for it her. was. So it she, was. Yeah. The coolest part about Madison is, at least for me, is her family is out there. So her mom and dad came out there as well. And they're sitting there and they're watching all of these challenges. Um, and I actually, like, 
got to hang out with them for a little bit yesterday. Like I'm hanging out with people's parents. It's very weird. Um, they are such lovely people to the point yesterday. They were like, if we never got to come back and this is all we got to see, we will be fans for life. Like yeah. that's how involved and they've been to every single tribal and not only are they rooting for their daughter to succeed, but they're like rooting for other players. Like, yeah. and it was so fantastic to see just the environment. Um, and so I think just having her parents see her play an idol correctly. Um, and she was very calm in that tribal. I was really surprised because for me, the round prior, I had saw her name whispered to be the vote. I was like texting Kirk. I'm like, did you see that? Did you see that? Not trying to point it out. So her name was out there that round, um, which I think is when. Uh, Kelsey went home. Kelsey. Yep. Mm -hmm. So her name was there. And then that that interaction with what is her name? Kelsey and Christina or mm -hmm. Kelsey, somebody, that little argument that kind of happens. Um it was just interesting to see. So good for her. Um, I, and then, and then we get another one <laughs> right after. Yeah. I mean, is that, is that the most iconic move of the season so far is, is Kevin getting up, grandstanding his speech, activating the podium idol, and then playing it correctly for someone else. I think that's so the great. move of the season. I think the <laughs> coolest thing we got to see is Kelsey trying to activate the podium <laughs> because it's what we had been begging for round one. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it was talked about in the beginning, like, why is nobody talking about that? Why is nobody talking yeah. about that? And then she tries and you can hear it. At first, I thought John was just kind of like showing her way, but he's like saying, I'm just waiting to see if you have, like, how are you trying to play it? Do you have anything else to say? And I was like, oh, he wasn't just telling her to sit down and shut up. He was like, how are you going to do it? Yeah. Activate how it. are you going to? I'm giving you the opportunity. <laughs> okay. And she yeah. was like, okay, I don't. I mean, just imagine if she said it by luck. <laughs> oh, she was just like, fire is life. I'm not and he was on. like, congratulations. You activated it. She was and like, we, what? We all would have been like, Duh! and then to think, like, who did she vote for that round and what the game would have been mm -hmm. if she just yeah. said it out of here? Because, I mean, fire is life isn't the craziest phrase to say in a survivor game. Mm -hmm. No, it's, it's a not pretty like regular a, phrase, actually. Not like you clucked like a chicken four times or something right. ridiculous, you know, it's like. Yeah, I, don't, I think it would just been so that's pretty probably been my favorite moment of everything is just her getting up and trying and fighting to literally the very mm -hmm. last second that and Jamie's like <laughs> drama oh, that tribe was so cracked like you didn't even want to like when we're filming or whatever <laughs> I would be like Kirk let's go to the other ones like you don't even want to watch them there's so much tension um, it was Jamie, like watching a bad car accident, you know, it was, like, oh, like you can't look away, but you, no, you had so to look away. It was so, like, it oh. was so tense. <laughs> it was so, it wasn't even like a fun tension. Cause you know, like sometimes it's fun tension. Mm -hmm. Um, Katie and Christina were having nothing to do with it. Jamie would talk and they would just turn their backs to him, which I would be pissed at. Like, look at me, I'm talking to you. And they would just <laughs> shut him down and he would just keep. And I was like, oh my God, go to another tribe. Go to another tribe. This is so messy. Um, and that plays into yeah. this. Like their whole messy thing, it it impacted the other tribes. Really? Uh, oh, one million percent. One million percent. Their arguments were not in the tribal holding area. They were in front of everyone before challenges. It had like it impacted the dynamics of people who were working with. Because as you learn, like Katie had connections to other people on the other tribes from past games. So that was impacting how things were going. Oh yeah, it 100 percent impacted other tribal votes. Wow. Uh and then we just see it too in their uh, their play style when they come to challenges. Like obviously the communication is not there. They are not working well at all. Um, yeah. They lost. What what is it? Looks like one, three two, five. three. Yeah. Well, and at, and at one point, 
Katie quits. Katie says, I quit the challenge. Just vote me out. And the food eating one, because she couldn't do it. She was Mm -hmm. done. And she said, I quit. Vote me out. And and I think she was either showing it just to, like, use it as a way to go. Because she wasn't going anywhere. They had the numbers. Uh, But she didn't even want their tribe to try at that point. That was a horrific challenge to watch, by the way. Uh, It was... yeah. Landon's strategy, but I'm just going to throw it up immediately after eating. I'm just like, why am I watching this? What am I doing with my life? <laughs> uh, Please, no, Dustin, I see what you have on the screen there. What uh, are you doing? Okay. <laughs> well, here's a picture of Steven on his eating oh, challenge no. that I won't share. It's okay. I'll share it. There we are. So, Steven, what did you have to eat? Kimchi, a giant plate of kimchi, and I can't do spicy. And so, like, oh I've eaten kimchi. I've been to South Korea, but like, I just can't do kimchi. I just can't do spicy food. Kimchi is so delicious, though. Oh, we lost. I know, and I'm just like the wrong person to draw that slot. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, you had to draw the slot. So you had to slot yourself from one through five without knowing what it was. One being easy oh. find and hardest, and I was like, I'll do three. Three was kimchi. So uh, they so they did get to slot themselves here. They got to see what everything was and they got to strategize and put themselves in the places. So that's the other part why I was like, I don't really understand why if you kind of know that this is a thing for you, why not go for one of the easier? But I guess yeah, you also I don't know how you did. Body, and you know, then yeah. the white team was just so at a disadvantage because they were losing so many times so they had to sit nobody out so they had to go with all their players which uh, i still thank god i sat out of that challenge you missed out does i did not miss out on a thing oh my gosh um, i will say you can buy that ranch dressing soda online no, thank <laughs> you, you can buy it and try it yourself <laughs> if you ever feel like suffering nope uh. <laughs> yeah it was just it was definitely hard to watch while you're out there and there was like a four person lead and then Katie just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And like her husband's in the stands, like helpless. Mm-hmm. And you just see her. She didn't she didn't stop trying, but she was definitely saying, I quit. So I enjoyed when I think Sam was doing the taping at the time. She focused on Megan's. I think she said her father was there b- taking pictures of her trying to eat these nasty crickets or mealworms or whatever. And dad is there like taking pictures and she's like, I can't do it. Or so it was very nice to see like how competitive they were. I will also say the yellow team was very smart after I think there was mealworms out there. They were trying them. They ate, no, they ate a bunch of them for like calorie, like nutrients. And they're like, will you let us? And they were like, yeah. And pretty much their entire tribe took like a huge handful for more food. And then there were more challenges throughout the night. So maybe it was They're like, we're not going to be hungry. We're going to have at least there's got to be some kind of protein in these things. Right. So, so I have a question. The L team ended up winning all five challenges and just had to vote someone off of de facto. Was it a good strategy? Because we saw in Desimai seasons that Tatanka 2.0 tribe won all the challenges that day one. And then like, <clears throat> The exact they, same things happening. The exact same thing happened where like the, 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 they just put such a target that immediately the yeah. um, Tocho 3.0 just took out all the Tatanka members they could on their tribe just because they're like, well, also they had a strong alliance at the time. But I mean, does do you think that's a good, do you regret that strategy ever? Do you think they should be, do, should have thrown a challenge? I mean, I don't like when people throw challenges. So that's, that would have been really tough um for me to do um but i'm wondering if we know sabotages are in play in this season um and i'm wondering if that is playing into why some of these tribes are losing i don't know i i know for the for the wood one the wood portion of it Right, of those, like their gold Kaylu did not do that. Stephanie, Stephanie, both threw How- their their bundles into the water. Yeah. Um, what are the other sabotages we know of? Did that affect their placement in finishing? Um. Well, you know, 
I maybe think... so maybe in placement. So I do know that yellow or gold did do one of the sabotages and they got second versus first. And so that Sala was on Kwu and they lost that one. They right? weren't gonna they didn't lose because of that that wet no, part. They, they literally lost because their logs fell They're over fiery. and they yeah. didn't they were winning. Like there's mm-hmm. absolutely no reason why all won that competition. But Kwu was one of the people that could have helped build that fire. So had he not chosen to go in the water, you know, he could have been there building that fire. Well, Kwu is what ends up knocking it over. So Kwu is back wow. at the thing and it's tipping over. <laughs> well, then and, Kwu lost it. And, and it was like, he was like, it's too hot. I won't do it. And so rather than just kind of like fig- using another stick or figuring it out, it it fell, it fell yeah. over. And okay. the real reason why it was going the way it was is they didn't block right. anything where the other tribe used, was blocking. And so their fire went to the left versus up. Mm-hmm. And that was that wasn't part of any kind of sabotage. That was this right. them being lazy or tired or whatever yeah. portion of it. Um, trying to think what the other part. I've oh, the heard other- that Holly had one, but I don't know what it was. Um. So wait, stupid question. Where are these sabotages you're talking about? So they are finding. Notes. Notes saying, if you do this during this challenge, you will get a note to an advantage or to an idol or anything like that or something like that. Gotcha. Okay. So one of the sabotages was um, during that fire challenge, you could swim out and get that extra bundle of wood. Mm-hmm. And you, if you did that and dropped it in the water... Gotcha. You would okay. get this, makes more sense. this note to a clue um, to an idol, to an idol, or to some sort of advantage. advantage. Mm-hmm. And one of the other ones was, if you remember, the water where they had to fill the can. Yes, canners. that's what it was. If you fill it up, it had and knock it over, but it had to be full. Mm-hmm. You would get a note. And when I tell you so many, and I was like, why are they still knocking this over? It's not, the, but, and that, is, that ended up being why. And that's where um, the gold tribe did have that sabotage on theirs. And they okay. were ahead by a ton. Right. And then they ended up getting second versus first, which would be do. Okay. Um, I do will also say, and maybe it's kind of hard to see on the live streams as far as challenge goes. There, if they were throwing a competition, it would have been so obvious. When I tell you this gold team was murdering these competitions, like it was not back to back at any point. It was like whatever Tawamanga won, and 25 minutes later, somebody else would maybe not 25, but a solid three, four minutes later, it was. almost embarrassing to watch yeah. for the other tribes like it was just so and i don't even, and i don't even like they were just in the zone and they were going and then they had the momentum um mm-hmm. the, i think the real difference for them and why they didn't even think to throw a challenge is because their tribe had so many from all these others they were the one yeah. tribe that didn't have a majority really yeah. it was like a what Four was blue, it three, three red one yellow yeah so they didn't have this overwhelming anything um, and so you could hear it throughout the day, also in other tribals and just in talking, they thought that that group was fractured into a point where they didn't know who was going to go home. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think for them as a player, you're like, well, I'm not going to go to tribal cause it's going to be me yeah. potentially. We don't know what's going home. Mm-hmm. And then they never had, they never had a reason to strategize. Um, do I think it sucks today for them? Absolutely. And then that brings us to this kind of reward challenge that we ended today on where, what are they thinking? (laughs) So, well, here's the thing though, like the four golds that are left or the four yellows that are left all are on this reward and people are thinking, why, why do that? Why separate yourself? But if they already know that they're on the bottom, 
Why not? Do, Why not go to the reward and try and get as many advantages as possible? Do they stay away from their tribe all night? No, Are they? No, oh, no. okay. So it's so they'll still have time to go back and whatever and figure yeah. it and make up a plan. <laughs> okay, maybe that's not yeah. awful if they can come up with a plan. Um, they they did get some information. It seems going into it. Um, like allegedly they got some information out of what's going on. So maybe that'll play in tomorrow. Um, but I think it's dumb. If I win an advantage, <laughs> I want you to know, I'm going to, I'm going to throw out my strategy here right now. If I ever win an advantage and I pick you to come with me, it's because I hate you. I hate you. And I don't want you to be able to talk about me when I'm not around. Just know that I hate you. <laughs> I'm- See, and I would at that point, I know I'm getting pagonged off. I'm taking the people I want to take. <laughs> and we are going to search every inch of that place for an idol or a clue, or we're just going to talk smack about the other people. We are just going to, I'm going to have a good time. I'm that's not probably gonna, smarter. I'm not I, but I'm doing care. it with my enemy. Come on, Betty. I hate I your ass, but we're flipping like, this table. <laughs> I don't have like a. A filter though so like I wear my emotions on my sleeve and I cannot sit through a dinner with a fake happy face like trying to kiss somebody's butt like I just couldn't do it oh I'm not doing that I'm gonna be like Des get up when you're gonna be like why I'm like get up I'm looking under your chair for an idol I hate your ass but get up <laughs> and you're gonna be like why did you bring me because if you're gonna talk junk you're gonna do it to my face right here we're not you don't get to do it back with all your friends you're gonna do it right here um <laughs> my strategy is very opposite to both of that i gave up my reward and i gave it to kirk kirk was on the other team kirk got to meet for the first time kathy Sleckman. I won Kathy as a reward um, the first time that we, I know, right? So this relationship really is because I won the reward and I, being so nice, I had Kirk um, go meet Kathy and have hamburgers and find an idol with Kathy. So really like that relationship was because I gave up my reward. That's so sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just a reminder to Kathy, since we know you're watching, it's only for tonight, honey. I'm back tomorrow. <laughs> All day yesterday, she was like, I see you cheating with your new wife. <laughs> <laughs> I see you replaced me. So I'm back tomorrow, okay? So keep them warm tonight. <laughs> the, the the aggressive, um, min, like, is it Mentos? Or like whatever, whatever she's handing Mints. the players they get out <laughs> by day. She, um, what'd she call them? Calming mints? Yes, the aggressive calming mints that people are going out is great. They're not. She's like, their breath just stinks, and I have to talk to them. Okay, so that's, that's, I guess, that's my question. They don't have toothbrushes? Mm -mm. Why? (laughs) I don't know. Because we don't get luxury items. We have to suffer. You, okay, You can take the grass and, like, did you do that at all? When you play, you I can take like food. the grass or like, and then, then a I ate kimchi, and <laughs> it all went south from there. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I we <laughs> Jack had kimchi on his shirt, and when we voted him out, it was Rachel who suggested it. But she later told me that she was like, "He has kimchi on his shirt. I just can't smell him anymore." <laughs> <laughs> No deodorant, like, no toothpaste. One of the, one of the reasons <laughs> he got voted out. And, <laughs> you know, and this is now Jack, who went on to go play on uh, The Circle on that started on Netflix, yeah. too. So. Oh, his kimchi eating abilities are only rivaled by his makeup abilities. Anyways. Oh, <laughs> poor Jack. Well, hopefully he'll do better. Uh, he's <laughs> one of the famous contestants on Live to Give this season that's happening in Minnesota in about a month or so. So oh, he'll like be playing two, for some charity. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. Not a month. It's like like next week. Uh, the two weeks is very close to a month, I would say. So Brushing your teeth. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> what? The, the comments right now says, brushing your teeth ruined the experience. We had a toothbrush with a donation, and I threw it out. Absolutely not. Personal <laughs> hygiene is literally important. Um, I said it a hundred times. After my last appointment, I said I would never go anywhere where I couldn't shower every single day. I couldn't imagine. I mean, I can. I've done it. But, like, by choice, 
not brushing my teeth. Uh, toothbrush or toothpaste is my luxury item going into a game if I ever have to choose. So. I don't even need the tooth the toothbrush. Just give me the paste, and I'll I'll figure the rest of it out. Stacy brought toothpaste to the very first game I ever played, and after the gross food challenge, I begged for some, and it was glorious. It's, and I'm not sharing. Y'all should. No, I'm just kidding. For, I probably would share. I'd be like, do you guys want some? You stink. Let me. We're gonna use it as deodorant at this point. Mm -hmm. Like, you're you're seeing one of the giant tubes of toothpaste. Is what I'm hearing. Giant uh, toothpaste for everybody. That'll be my my way to communicate. Hey, do you gotta go brush I'll your teeth? I'll just wait Let until Kathy you. gives me the mint. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Um, so, any favorite challenges so far that we've seen that we really like? Um, I was I always had PTSD when when I saw it was I think round ten, um, the final the thirteen, maze. the slap puzzle challenge, the challenge I slowly miffed myself. Yes, that I, I enjoy watching that challenge and cringing at how terrible I was at it. <laughs> the key maze was fun to watch. It was hard to watch. Um, yeah, they were. That was pretty embarrassing for, for some of the players. But that was fun to watch. Um, I liked watching the fire making. That's um, my favorite. <laughs> even though the rules, I think they called it a lemon rule. Like the rules got changed halfway through because they just sucked. We were like, I actually made a joke after. Sorry, I dumped my water on the logs before they started, and Prod was like, "Really? Is that why they couldn't do it?" I was like, "No." <laughs> I was being funny, but they were trying to come up with any kind of excuse to to figure out why. And then they were really, it was it was done. Poor, they were given a box of matches halfway through, and they would like light a match and throw it off to the side and light a match. And I was like have you guys never lit a box of matches on fire? Like, haven't we all done that? Or am I just old? Dump it out and light it on fire and poosh. Yeah. And you're just like, nope. And that, and that wasn't a that rule. Was a thing. I asked. Hmm. But they were yeah, tired. I definitely love the fire making challenge. I loved the, I think it was one this morning where, um, they had to get those big puzzle pieces and shove it in that. You've done that challenge. Huge puzzle. No, the puzzle, and then they put a platform on it to stand on. To stand on. Oh uh -huh. yeah. Okay, that was yeah. The, that was fun to watch. Um, I was thinking of the water slide puzzle challenge that you did. The what? Oh no, that one will give me PTSD. <laughs> that was like the start of our downfall. I I do not like that <laughs> challenge. I like um, the concept of um, the mirrored puzzle. Like you couldn't see the puzzle, too. but you yeah. were mirrored. Like that was a new concept that I had never even thought of before mm -hmm. or yeah, seen on anything. Um, what else? Oh, They've sorry. all been fairly. Um, the one that Evan did. Shout out to Evan. He, um, it's that ball drop the ball challenge. So they had to go through the maze of things and bring the ball and then yes. um, do the four balls. That was fun. Um, I like the puzzle. Um, it was one of the um, individual challenges. That puzzle wasn't a regular shape. Yeah. That we had created beautiful. a um a interesting shape puzzle too, like that before on a game, and it totally uh, messed everyone's minds up. They're like, "Whoa, how does this work?" So it was really interesting to see how mm -hmm. uh, such a a puzzle can be used differently. And remember, their minds, like you said, their minds are slow, getting slower and slower. So, like, even to put a puzzle that's not a regular like square shape their brains are probably like, what? <laughs> like, what? I can't, I can't figure it out right now, you know? Um, that's interesting. I have, I have enjoyed a lot of, like, the twist section of it. Um, I like how they did the swap. The numbers are challenge buff, and then you picked a partner, and then mm -hmm. they did it again, and it did mm -hmm. it until they were just, like, eight of eight. Um, I like that versus kind of the random luck thing. Yeah. Um, because I think it just puts it kind of in the player's hands. But again, 
are they thinking that far ahead? Are they just kind of like, shoot here like you don't like there's so many things that go through your mind in that moment and I think it's interesting to see kind of how things were divided and split up um and but it was fun to watch and kind of see Mm -hmm. people's thought process and then make assumptions off of what they're thinking um any favorite voting um I enjoyed the uh, three tribals at once that was kind of fun to watch even though it was a huge loss. Um, I really like the three mm-hmm. people that got voted out, and it was yeah. a huge shocker at that time. Um, but that was kind of an epic twist in that aspect. So, right. Uh, I enjoyed, um, you know, the tribals that had the idols, the Maddie tri- tribal, mm-hmm. and then the Kalu tribal, um, and those Even were, the our, yeah, and the Kelsey one. Um, I enjoy those, so I hope we get to see a little bit more of that. Um, I think on a walk tonight, they said, was it Tiffany said that there right now there were not any idols in play, mm-hmm. um, but maybe they find one tonight. I don't know. We'll see. I'm kind yes. of hoping for not a pagonging tomorrow. I'm hoping they kind of mix things up. Um, it would be smart too, because eventually yeah. you're on the bottom, so you're gonna need at least somebody mm-hmm. to flip. Like yep. you can't just pick off all the yellow and then be like, "Okay, now don't do me." Right. Like eventually, it has to be you. So use those relationships, or at least try to. You have yeah. to find like that happy medium balance. Don't just pick them all off. Um, but that's hard too to kind of in a ten minute mm-hmm. period plan out. Mm-hmm. Steven, did you you said you had a question? Yeah, I wonder if any of you had any insight to that merge vote because I have I kind of look at them like I don't know what's happening here. Um, Mainly because we don't really have information on who voted who. But I was hoping that like I don't know, Destiny, you maybe had some more insight in, into that. Um, I know that they were really worried about, um, and again, it comes from that joint tribal that they all had. A lot of cards were laid out that other people specifically gold might not have seen. So mm-hmm. Holly was able to very much say, you know, these five are sticking together. This is where it's going. And then the more people talk, they're like, yeah, the only person I have is Patrick or the only person I have is here. And so with that, the fear was, is that Benji, Pat and someone else, those, and Kaywoo, K- K- I think, were all sticking together and they weren't going to be unbreakable. And then when they got into the merge, they were reconnected with people that they had bonds with before. Um, and specifically, I think what ends up happening here just is um, it goes back to that rock vote and some information that comes out from the rock vote that I think really plays into into play there. And then Katie plays a seal of vote. And so really it's able to protect one of her allies. And I think that's kind of where it all comes from. Cause um, you know, at that point, Katie had just lost her number one in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's really what's kind of played out. It's interesting though, because Katie now is supposedly working with Kaywu. They probably were working together the entire time. It's kind so of, she just my... didn't want him to have, that other number one she wanted to become yes more because in she, that spot because she had lost her she had lost one. hers so gotcha. now you want to balance it at least right. that's my assumption i don't know okay. i'm i'm making an educated assumption i do know <clears throat> that the whole group was very worried about that core sticking together i think that plays a big part okay. into how the votes went with grace leaving because grace wasn't one of the glue there you know, mm-hmm. it was it was the others that were very much, and Benji was very much the ringleader. So him leaving when he did, um, I think, really threw a wrench in it because they didn't have to stick together. Benji was very much giving them pep talks. We got to see it all day three. He was like, we're sticking together. We like everyone, but it's us, bros. We got it. And you got to see it all day, and then he's gone, and that's kind of when stuff happened. For that specific group. And so um, that would be my guess on what their logic is. And the other part is um, Katie has some other game connections with players in the game. They've played other games together. Um, And I guess her husband's also in the community. 
do they know people through her husband kind of playing? And so she's got a bigger reach than I think anyone is giving her credit for. Um, and that could have played into it as well. Hmm. I guess it's just surprising because I really thought people would turn on the, the that group of five um, yellow players from, from the very first tribe arrangements, taking yeah. one or two of them out before doing their own business. Right. I, I think... I think the part to remember off of that is they weren't, while they were yellow all day yesterday, they all came from different groups. Mm -hmm. So they had all separated previously and had worked with other people. And mm -hmm. so when you're going in there, you kind of look at who do I have the potential to work with? Oh, I've worked with Jake in the past. I could potentially work with him again. Mm -hmm. So when it is so fractured, why try that when you gotcha. need them later? That's my thought process on it because nobody... Um, until it was their strategy to save their own ass, people were not worried about that gold team. They were worried. Hmm. They thought they were fractured and divided in different groups. Mm -hmm. And because they'd never gone to tribal, they didn't have any trust. Mm -hmm. um, and right. I think that's a lot of why you hear people kept saying, well, I was left out of the grace boat or I was the only one left out of the grace boat because she was using it as a strategy to kind of save her own butt. Um, and I just don't think that'll end up. I think it, it it became part of the game because somebody needed it to become part of the game, not because it's a true fear. If that makes sense. Now it's a true fear. Now you hear the four that are saying they're going to stick together because they don't have any other choice. But I think they were pushed into that mm -hmm. by the events of today where I don't think it would have been that if somebody mm -hmm. didn't need to say that to try to save themselves. Do y'all think it'll be a final three or final two? Um, I think it'll be a final two. Because mm -hmm. they merged at 11. All right. So they, quick they merged at 13 to the final right. two. <laughs> At 11 person jury last season. That was crazy. I know, but like, Usually, don't you try to have an odd number on jury? Mm -hmm. You could still have an eight-person jury with the final three. Well, that's funny because have... that's what Adam just asked yeah. that you had just asked as well. So, yeah. I you still get, think you, it's going to be just, a final You just get a two. laurel vote is what happens <laughs> if it ties in and it ties with the eight jury. Yeah. Uh, now, I took a um, like a cast assessment draft with some <clears throat> other people the other day. So uh, here's how it's turning out. So oh, I have Holly and Mandy still on my team. Uh, Dion has Devin and Landon. And then Matthew has Chris and Katie. And then Nicole has Tiffany, Kevin, and Jake S. Like, wow. so from our final people here, folks, um, who are we rooting for? Who, who do you think is going to make oh, it? Gosh. I have no idea. I don't. Know. I, I have hope. I have <laughs> hoped. I don't know. I don't know a winner prediction. I have no idea what tomorrow is going to bring. I think there's so much. I want to see Jake at the end. Obviously, I'm forever going to root for him. Um, I want to see Holly do well. I personally don't want to see Katie at the end. Just, just off the vibe, and, and that's not fair to say because she is a lovely person. But the quitting comment was was hard to hear yesterday, and it did bring like the energy down and and so that was hard environment wise but okay. other than that i think everyone has a great story to tell i i think like adam says i don't think they let kevin get to the end because kevin had such a great move right there yeah um that just puts a really big target on him i really like tiffany's energy and everything that she's done she's been super excited to like talk to the camera and just like fill us in as much as she can i think um her personality is very um captivating and um, very positive. But then again, uh, Holly and Mandy are both in my um, cast draft. So if they get there, I'm very well happy with that. So Devin has I'm, been so under the radar. So that might win for him too. Yeah. Chris has been under the radar too. And I don't know if it's just because they were kind of on that gold team or Jake. I'm thinking Jake. Um, I don't know. Like we haven't seen as much from them. So it's for me, it's hard to root for them, but I want to root for them because they're the underdogs right now. <laughs> I don't know. I'm very conflicted. <laughs> it It is going to be interesting to see what happens tomorrow after 
after everything because you have to, I mean, they do have to kind of figure out like are Landon and Katie going to come together after all of the drama that they had? Because it's really right. only them that And left. Holly, Holly picked Landon mm-hmm. for when they uh, formed teams. Those, yep, Those that duo portion. So I'm wondering if they're going to be tight somehow. Um, well, then, and then Kevin just played an idol to save Mandy. Right. So she has to feel some kind of loyalty to him. Exactly. You have, like, you just, you she do. has to. Yeah. So does that bring Kevin, Holly, and Mandy together? And then it's Devin, Landon, and Gold against each other? Yeah. There's a lot of gameplay left. <laughs> hmm It will be and, interesting. And we will see this gameplay uh, live tomorrow starting at 8 o'clock a.m., uh, Central Standard Time. So that would be at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time is when we pitch most of our times for StreamYard and everything like that. Um, it's been a pleasure tonight, everyone. Um, it's been super fun watching it and doing nothing this weekend, like we all pretty <laughs> <Yeah>. much said. <laughs> all we're doing is watching these live streams. So um, I'm going out there tomorrow. So if, if you Enjoy. need something, text me. I'll try my best. I don't know what I'll get, but I'll try. And thank you, folks, for tuning in with your fantastic comments throughout the night. Uh, Steven, thanks for joining us. Des, thank you. And Destiny as well. Um, Super great chatting. And best of luck tomorrow. You can catch it at uh, Facebook slash Survival Challenge. And from all of us here at Live Reality Games, thanks and have a great night. Bye. Bye.